to shift your attention back to the interview that Tucker Carlson did with Russian President Vladimir Putin. There was a very, very important part in that interview where Vladimir Putin kind of acknowledged the U.S.'s failures and started poking some examples out there regarding our economy and how the U.S. dollar is rapidly declining. And on a global scale, people really aren't taking it and using it as they once were. So let's play that clip for you, and then we'll kind of break it all down on the other end of it. You know, to use the dollar as a tool of foreign policy struggle is one of the biggest strategic mistakes made by the U.S. political leadership. The dollar is the cornerstone of the United States power. I think everyone understands very well that no matter how many dollars are printed, they are quickly dispersed all over the world. Inflation in the United States is minimal. It's about 3 or 3.4 percent, which is, I think, totally acceptable for the U.S. But they won't stop printing. What does the debt of $33 trillion tell us about? It is about the emission. Nevertheless, it is the main weapon used by the United States to preserve its power across the world. As soon as the political leadership decided to use the US dollar as a tool of political struggle, a blow was dealt to this American power. I would not like to use any strong language, but it is a stupid thing to do and a grave mistake. Look at what is going on in the world. Even the United States allies are now downsizing their dollar reserves. Seeing this, everyone starts looking for ways to protect themselves. But the fact that the United States applies restrictive measures to certain countries, such as placing restrictions on transactions, freezing assets, etc., causes grave concern and sends a signal to the whole world. What did we have here? Until 2022, about 80% of Russian foreign trade transactions were made in US dollars and euros. US dollars accounted for approximately 50% of our transactions with third countries, while currently it is down to 13%. It wasn't us who banned the use of the US dollar. We had no such intention. It was decision of the United States to restrict our transactions in US dollars. I think it is complete foolishness from the point of view of the interests of the United States itself and its taxpayers, as it damages the US economy, undermines the power of the United States across the world. By the way, our transactions in Yuan accounted for about 3%. Today, 34% of our transactions are made in rubles and about as much, a little over 34% in Yuan. Why did the United States do this? My only guess is self-conceit. They probably thought it would lead to full collapse, but nothing collapsed. 
Moreover, other countries, including oil producers, are thinking of and already accepting payments for oil in yuan. Do you even realize what is going on or not? Does anyone in the United States realize this? What are you doing? You are cutting yourself off. All experts say this. Ask any intelligent and thinking person in the United States what the dollar means for the US. But you're killing it with your own hands. Interesting perspective there. We talk about it on the show quite often that the US has a habit of printing, but nothing behind the money that we keep printing. And our debt just keeps ballooning. And it's becoming almost unimaginable to even consider that one day we might actually end up paying it off. But as we always talk about, the members over in the swamp in D.C. have no desire to stop the printing and stop the spending. And ultimately, Putin is calling them out. And then sanctions. Sanctions have actually helped Russia because it's helped create them. And you talk to experts, by the way, about this. They'll tell you it helps them. Because ultimately, what they're doing is they're becoming more independent and more reliant on their themselves. And then they're building bonds with countries like China and India and this is the problem that we have here in the United States right now. Uh, but don't take my word for it. I want you to take the word of somebody who I talk about this topic with quite often. Let's bring in political analyst David Whited to discuss. He is also the host, the co-host, I should say, at least, of Flyover Conservatives podcast. David, thanks for jumping on with us today. We greatly appreciate it. It's great to be with you. You know, I don't know what a lot of people expected when this jumped on. I think they were hoping that maybe they would cut and there would be like these revelations of, I don't know, uh, Joe Biden running around in a dress or something or, you know, some kind of like salacious news because we've become such a reality show based society. We want microwave instant like, OK, this happened and like it's a movie script playing out. But in, in the meantime, there are real serious people in this world that take their positions serious and they live in the consequences of their decisions and they take their jobs very seriously. And this isn't whether people like Putin or don't like Putin and, and they want to put in camps of he's good and bad. And the, the reality of it is these people are making decisions based on their countries, their nations every single day in a way that our leaders don't. You know, we have an interesting political system here where our leaders kind of get into power by going to chicken dinners and impressing people. And I'm going to be pro-life and I'm your guy. And they, you know, they, they found a way to kind of monetize a political system where they don't really represent the people and they don't live within the consequences of the decisions that they're making. And second of all, most of them that, that we have in elected uh, positions in our country, like you mentioned, the swamp, they're, they're not doers. Most of them are not business builders, people that have done things, people who have ever gotten dirty at work, that have created something, that have that have, have laid in bed at night knowing, how am I going to meet payroll? How am I going to make something happen? How am I, they don't understand profit and loss statements and 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 mm-hmm. financial records. They they don't. They know how to they spend more time at a Gavin Newsom type of a mindset of I'm gonna get my hair done and my teeth done. I'm gonna try to look more like a newscaster or soap opera star than a, a real doer. And whether people like Putin or don't like Putin, he's a very serious person. He spent the first 30 minutes of this going through a thousand year history of his region, covering the politics of it, the religion of it, the geography of it, every single detail juxtaposed against, you know, Joe Biden struggling to even, you know, put together a coherent sentence. And it shows you that 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 position of president there's a, there's a cast of characters around him, and that was highlighted throughout this entire interview. So when he got to finances, when he got to money, it got my interest up the most because 
you can politicize. This is why they're in Ukraine. This is why they're not. This is what all of those things people can speculate on. He's evil and, and Zelensky's a saint and all this stuff. It's it's irrelevant. In the meantime, while this is happening, Russia is accumulating massive amounts of gold and our sanctions have, have not hurt. They've helped. When we put sanctions on them, we cut off things like McDonald's. We cut off Pornhub. We cut off Starbucks. I think they're doing better with less uh, fast food and less pornography in their world. And they're serious people. And they're they're putting it. They're putting their their economy to work in in not printing money, but by lowering debt and and changing the way transactions are taking place. Yeah, it's interesting. So I was watching. Uh, I guess it was like a local news station, probably in Russia, and they were talking about how cheese, for an example, they used to rely on the Swiss for cheese and ultimately sanctions forced them to create their own cheese. And so now they actually just don't even need it anymore. And we talk about it quite often. And I believe I've also heard heard Peter Navarro warn about it, that how creating sanctions against Russia doesn't hurt Russia. It only helps make them a stronger country. And that's what we're seeing come out right now. And he's ultimately admitting to it as well, that you guys are really not doing anything that's hurting us. It's only making us a stronger nation. You mentioned the fact that they own gold, and it seems to yeah. be a trend here that the U.S. Doesn't, hasn't really caught on to. Let's talk about that for, an, for a minute, because yeah. I think that's quite interesting. Well, there's a group of nations that, that have, if you consider doing business with the United States and taking their dollar – it, it, it's supposed to be worth something. And and nations are now concerned and questioning whether that's actually valuable. And so they're moving away from it. Uh, this is Put this in context. If people right now, if you're watching this show, look around your house and it's like, well, how many things in there uh, are made in the United States? Well, we don't, we don't really manufacture anything. Um, and so mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're a consumption-based society. There's not a thing behind anything. And so these other nations, in the past, if Argentina sold oil to Italy, it was done in the U.S. dollar. All transactions mm-hmm. since 1970, we went off the gold standard. Nixon put us in a place where then the, 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 the petrodollar became the thing. So all transactions took place in the dollar. So he starts talking openly about something we don't talk about at all here. And that's these nations have moved away from it. That would have never happened before Joe Biden. They wouldn't have even talked about it. Ask Omar Gaddafi. Ask some of these people. Uh, you can't because they're not around. Those are people that threatened we're going to start using other currencies. Well, now they openly do because they're not afraid of of the U.S. Because all they're going to do is threaten with with sanctions. And so, when you look at some of these things, look at these numbers. He said until 2022, about 80 percent of Russian uh, trade transactions were made in U.S. dollars. So think about that. Every time Russia bought something, when they bought that Swiss cheese. They bought it in U.S. dollars. So Russia is buying commodities from other nations, and they're doing it in U.S. dollars. So our dollar is moving around. There's still more $100 bills in Russia than there is in the United States. The world has used our dollars. Now, a lot of it's digital transactions, but these things are taking place in there. Now they're saying we're not going to do that, plus our sanctions made it so they couldn't. So he said up through 2022, who was in charge, 80% of, of our foreign trade transactions were taking place in dollars. Uh, uh, U.S. dollars accounted for approximately half, uh, 50% of the transactions with third countries, so other parties that they're buying and, and selling from. Currently, that's down to 13%. I know this because I have the actual, this is the full transcript of every word said in that speech, and I've been reading this through since since last night. Um, 50%, okay, so now they're down to 30 So it used to be half of what they were doing outside 
and then now it's down to 13% is actually taking place. Well, what did they replace it with? There are no vacuums. If you pull your fist out of a bucket of water, it doesn't leave a hole. Somebody else stepped in and filled that. Well, it's China. And so they're doing it in large amount in their own currency. So they're doing it in rubles when they're purchasing and buying from African countries and South American countries and, and other nations, they're doing it in their own ruble and they're doing it in, in Chinese currency. And so China is doing better. They're equally trading. And we keep in mind, Russia has over, over $80 trillion in, in uh, energy reserves underneath of their feet. And so they will never have to buy energy from other nations. And so they will always be in a position to sell things to other nations. There's two, two things that are real, oil and energy and gold and silver. Those are tangible things. You can't fake them. You can't just print more in the background. And so so as they move towards these BRICS nations, which originally Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, and this has been happening for a while. Now, Putin is the one in charge of that block of nations. They got 40-some nations in a line trying to get in. As of January, they introduced all the, basically the, the, the oil producing nations joined that block. And so, because they have things. They're not interested in some country that's like, oh, hey, we, you know, uh, we're, we're good at making reality shows. You know, we're good at make believe. We're good at TV. These are serious people that have serious things. And so they want oil and they want gold and silver. And so nations are backing themselves up with that. And I, I, I have a chart I was wanting to, wanting to put on the screen. It shows um, the number of amount of gold that's purchased by nations from 2010 through 2022. So in the background, while we've been fiddling around, sending money, sending money to other countries, being involved in everybody else's business, being invaded mm -hmm. from our southern border, look at this chart. You look at this, uh, United Arab Emirates, uh, 25. These are in tons, 25 uh, uh, tons. It goes down, down through all of these uh, nations, Thailand, Hungary, Brazil, um, Iraq, Poland, India, China. Russia is down here, 1,650 tons. Of, of gold that they've backed up. United States is not even on the list of That's nations scary. that have increased their gold reserves. And so while we're kind of fiddling around, it's a little bit like the ant and the grasshopper. We're over here in grasshopper land. The ants have been stocking up. So that's what nations do. Nations stock up in gold and mm -hmm. silver because it's a thing. And then oil, those are the stuff because it's a tangible physical thing. It never depletes to zero. It never becomes blockbuster stock. There's a funny video in a, uh, parks and rec or one of those where somebody inherited like a million dollars, a million shares of blockbuster stock. And it's like, yay. Oh, I would have been rich, you know, in whatever, you know, <laughs> 2010 now it's worth nothing. So oil, gold and silver never become blockbuster stock and it's not artificially propped up. So when you look at what other nations are doing, we don't see it because this is the first conversation somebody's had with Putin. Biden doesn't even talk with him. Our, our press doesn't. He doesn't want to talk with CNN and they're like, oh, he's evil. You can't even hear what he says. I think we need to be hearing what he says because he's telling us what he's doing. And you can take all the politics and propaganda out of it. They're buying gold and silver. They're propping up their economy, taking care of their people. And we're floundering around over here uh, on Fantasy Island. And uh, again, propping up people like Yuval Noah Harari, having him on talk shows at night saying, we're going to have <laughs> to find something to do with all these useless people. And it's probably going to be drugs and video games. You know, that's how we're talking about our future. Yeah. It's really upsetting to hear that all, you know, take place and, and whatnot. I mean, ultimately Putin's telling the American people that your economy is about to just flatten out at this point. You guys don't have any substance behind your dollar to back it. And they have been gathering gold, as you showed in the chart. And it's it's heartbreaking to see that the U.S. isn't even on that list because, 
since the beginning of time. I mean, we've all known the most basic part of our economy is having something that backs up the dollar. And so again, I, I just, I'm just always just disgusted with our administration because they're not <laughs> preparing for the, for the, what's about to come our way. But ultimately, yep. you at home, it doesn't have to be your destiny. We constantly talk about it and and with usually uh, our mutual friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, as you refer yeah. him, Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. But he's always trying to prepare our audience for what's potentially going to happen. And that's ultimately having something to back up your money and through yeah. gold and silver. He's an advocate actually for the silver aspect of it because he thinks that that will go up. And that's a great way to invest. Uh, David, ultimately right now, if you're sitting at home right now, how would you, what would you advise our audience to do? Cause I, I mean, I, for one, am a silver person myself now yeah. because of your introduction to Dr. Kirk Elliott when you introduced me to him. Uh, well, but what should our audience head over and do? Yeah. Well, we've known him personally for over 25 years before he even had one doctorate and he has two, two PhDs, but he's, he's, that's, that's his gifting. And you want, you want to go to somebody for advice that has fruit in that area of your life. There's friends I have, I would take marriage tips from, uh, that I wouldn't take financial advice from. I got other friends I would take financial advice from, but maybe not parenting tips or, you know, you kind of know, know who's who, and you got to know who to take advice from. Never take advice from somebody in life that's in worse shape than you in that area. You know, and yeah. so Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott, this is his area, is 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 central banks, finance, and what's happening with that. And so uh when you look at what nations are doing, you can kind of sit back and scratch your chin and you don't have to be real bright to realize maybe that's what I should do. They're trying to peck protect an entire people group. I have a small people group, it's called my family. And so mm -hmm. uh when I'm wanting to protect them for the future, I gotta think like like uh, like a nation. And because it's snowing outside doesn't mean you have to freeze to death. It just means like, you know, I better wear a coat. A storm outside doesn't mean a crisis in, in, in your life. And so we started quite a while back just with a uh, an incremental monthly allotment. Of, I'm slowly getting out of everything that I can that's based on on sand and, and fake uh, currency and moving over to tangible physical silver, just like you. Some I store myself and much of it I store, you know, in third party site and they take care of all that kind of stuff for me. But the thing that things I like, and here's the ultimate testament, my mother-in-law, my children, my daughter as a school teacher accumulated a large amount of silver just by putting a small amount to the side uh, each, each and every month. And she set herself up because it's an appreciating asset in a world where inflation is killing everything else. So anyway, I just encourage everybody to get a hold of them and have a conversation. It's not the kind of thing you Uber eats and call him and, you know, it's not like placing a Super Bowl bet and you just want it done. It's it's a financial decision. So they walk mm -hmm. you through the process. They're a consultant. They find out what's your situation. Do you have an IRA? Do you have an investment? Do you have savings? Do you, what are you needing to do? What's your age? What's your plan? What's your strategy? And the cool thing is they don't charge a fee to get out of it on the back end. And so at any point, it's not like an, a real estate investment in 48 hours, you can liquidate it and it's turned back into whatever you want it to be uh, in the future. So it's a pretty good situation. I encourage people to, to look what Brianna just did. She held up physical bullion silver. Um, you can buy funny, you know, coins with, I, I got a coin with Trump's picture on it and it's $80 an ounce. That's a terrible deal. I bought it's one and, it, and it's just funny. I bought it at a trade show. Uh, when it comes to investment, I want something that is physical silver that I can sell. Because when you go to sell it, they only worry about one thing. How much is it per ounce? It doesn't matter yes. who's on it or if it's a collectible or this happened. You're going to have to, it's like selling baseball cards. You have to have a story to sell it. We sell mm -hmm. physical uh, bullion and uh, and that's what we, what we collect and acquire. And I've got a feeling with with the world shifting the way it is, that's going to be the thing people are going to want to have to protect themselves from this storm.
Yeah, and, and they should. And you referred me to Dr. Kirk Elliott, Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott, I should say. And uh, it was so easy, like just to talk about my experience with him for a little bit. All I did was just go to the website and we've made it simple for you now with briannagold.com. Fill out the information there on the website. It's super quick, super easy to do. And then they gave me a call within a couple of minutes. And uh, I just scheduled an appointment to speak with a member of his team. And it was easy. They gave me my options. They gave me the best feedback I've probably ever received. And uh, that we just simply invested. We made this little investment. And it's been great for me. And again, we're just simplifying it for the audience. If you just go to Brianna Morello, sorry, BriannaGold.com. And then you enter your information. It's it's so easy to do. And they're so kind over there in the office. And they explain everything to you. And they detail it for you. And there's no pressure. So it was just easy to get all the information, absorb it, yep. and then to make my decision from there. Some of the best people that you ever want to work with. And then once you kind mm-hmm. of get into that family, they update you with emails. And they mm-hmm. they let you know what's going on in the economy and kind of wins, wins the move to maybe do do something else. But uh, the, you know, the dollar is doing crazy stuff. Again, I got my this, – this, this is my Trump coin. Uh, it's $80 an ounce. Uh, uh, and it's, it's, it's kind of neat, but it's not an investment. It's called something yeah. cool to kind of, of have around, um, silver, you know, by the ounce is, you know, something that, that we buy and we uh, accumulate and we're building up and that's how wealth is created. And so when you mm-hmm. stop thinking like the commercials, like the TV, the Super Bowl ads, the political leaders, when you break away from what that 95% are telling you to do, and you can make wise, what I call biblically based intelligent timeless decisions, uh, you're, you're, you're set up to like get a different result than those 95% are getting as well. And, uh, when you're dealing with good people, you're going to come out ahead and, and uh, Kirk Elliott, I mean, I recommended my mother-in-law get a hold of him and they've moved over a lot of their, their wealth into silver through Kirk Elliott. So you don't want your mother-in-law, uh, mad at you <laughs> at any point. <laughs> so, so that, that's how much I believe in it. But I encourage people to, to look at these reports, go to the, get the transcripts of, of, of Putin's conversation. And if you're yeah. just looking for a, uh, you know, Hey, this, this was some salacious piece of news. You know, again, you, you need to think on a higher level because we have to take care of ourselves. Those in charge are not. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like being in the back seat with a drunk driver. That's what a lot of our leadership is like. We have to take care of ourselves and make decisions that are different than what they're doing if we're going to come out ahead on the other end of this craziness. Yeah. And for the transcript, too, if you guys are interested in reading it yourself, you could do so. Head over to my Substack. That's where we just uploaded the entire transcript. You could do that by just heading over to briannamorello.com. And then if you go down, you'll see my Substack link. And then you can enter your email address. It's completely free and we don't spam you. We only send you the most important information. Uh, but there's so many other cool resources on that website. So again, briannamorello.com. David, this was such a great discussion. And I think our audience will really appreciate it. Because like you said, all these other countries are preparing themselves and for the future. And they're doing it with, you know kind of paving a way for financial success. Yep. And so I think everyone at home right now should be doing the same. I know we are. And, you know, thanks to Dr. Kirk Elliott for jumping on the call with me and kind of talking me through it. And, and it helped me. And, you know, I feel a lot better about it since then. So again, BriannaGold.com. That's B-R-E-A-N-N-A gold.com. Com. David, thank you for joining us. Again, guys, he is the co-host. His wife is usually by his side. We do miss her on this one. But if you want to listen to the both of them, head over to flyoverconservatives.com. They have a great podcast that you have to listen in on. So thank you, David, for joining us today. We greatly appreciate it. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm going to say it again. And under the Biden regime, I've never been more worried about my financial future. 
I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came up with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. And you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. The only channel dedicated exclusively to world entertainment I'm your host, Brianna Morello. My journey into conservative media is quite unique. I was raised in Huntington, New York with my six siblings. My mom stayed at home and raised us all while my father worked. After graduating school, I landed in the sports world. I was a freelance reporter and a producer for several outlets. I worked for companies like Major League Baseball, NHL, ESPN Plus, and many others. But it wasn't until a couple of years in the sports world I realized it just wasn't for me. So I made the jump into the news industry. My first gig was at Fox News and Fox Business. I was a teleprompter operator. And although they say it's an entry-level position, it was extremely high-pressure environment. You stay classy, San Diego. I'm Ron Burgundy. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? After spending a year over at Fox, I decided New York wasn't for me. So I picked up all my belongings and drove all the way down to South Florida. I moved to West Palm Beach before anyone else did. And then during my time in West Palm Beach, I landed at a local news station down here. I was so tired of having to just copy and paste over scripts from platforms like the Associated Press and other platforms where you just don't put thought process into it and there's somebody else who's generating a script for your anchor. So then I ended up landing at Newsmax. I think Bloomberg has a really tough situation he's going through right now. After spending quite some time over at Newsmax, I did head back to Fox. I started working for Maria Bartiroma as a booking producer for her Fox Business weekend show, as well as Wall Street Journal at large. After finding out that Fox wanted me to comply with the local New York City vaccine mandate, I resigned. But I am extremely grateful because I am now a firm believer in independent journalism and strongly believe that will save our country. And so I'm honored to be on this independent platform and bring you the stories you won't see anywhere else. Join me in my journey on The Brianna Morello Show here on Rumble. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them.